Welcome to Seeking God's Grace podcast, a place to share stories about life, faith and passion. My name is Grace and I am a sister of the Holy Family of Nazareth, or as some prefer to say, I'm a Catholic nun. I hope that this podcast will help you and me to find God in everyday life experiences and to understand God and yourself a little bit better. Let's talk and seek God together. Hello, everyone. So great to be back. This is episode 20 of Seeking God's Grace. My apologies for missing last week. I was not feeling best and probably it will be a bit hard for you to recognize my voice if I would have recorded something last week, simply due to a pretty bad cold. So uh, I am back and I cannot be happier to share the episode with you. Thank you so much to all who sent me good wishes and prayers. And if you yourself right now are not feeling best, let me return the favor and pray for you. Get better soon, whoever you are and wherever you are and whatever your illness or unwellness is. A big COVID safe hug sent to you right now. In the episode 19, we were talking about a life vocation. One of the most misunderstood words. If you have not listened to this episode, I encourage you to do so and share it with others. I think it is extremely important to find what is your life vocation. This week, from the 7th to 14th of August, is a National Vocation Awareness Week here in Australia. This is a week when we try to pray for people who are not quite sure yet where God is calling them, what God has really as the biggest plan for their life. And of course, when we can be the best, when we can live our vocation the best in our life. God wants us to be like him. And the wholeness which we all strive for means to live his life to the full. And that is a good segue to the topic of today, because uh, to live the wholeness and to live the life of God, it's quite often manifested in one word that is very close to my heart. And this word is kindness. Today, I'm going to share with you a few thoughts about kindness. I have written about kindness in one of my blog posts on seekergodsgrace.com in June 2020. Uh, back then, I looked at what is the kindness and law. What is the connection and how do they sit or don't sit together? I encourage you to read it if you haven't had a chance to do so. Today, I would like to talk about a different aspect of kindness. Have you ever thought about your own image of God? If you look to the book of Genesis, this is the first one of the Old Testament. It says, God made humankind in his image and likeness. Both terms mean exactly the same thing. 
So this is usually referred as to as image of God. One of the portraits the New Testament paints of Jesus is that of ultimate image being the image of God. So Jesus fully reflects God's image. He is the true representative of God is in his creation. And again, this fancy word which I, we sometimes use, incarnated God. God present in his creation, the one who received the body. No one embodies more fully this truly human quality than Jesus himself. So when we think about God, all those examples about image and likeness uh, lead us into one statement. When we look at God, we try to extend, expand and broaden our understanding who God is. But at the same time, we look at God through the perspective of who Jesus was as a human and what does it mean in our life. So what is God like for you? If you will describe God as a person, what qualities would this person have for you? And no, I'm not talking about visualizing what God is like, but rather describing God with all qualities and attitudes you can imagine. The understanding and clarity of the image of God is our life, in our life, is a fundamental to our relationship with God. Well, think about this this way. It is quite common these days that people look for their life partner online. Yeah, they do online dating, right? So what do they do first? They create a profile of themselves. How true or fake it is, this is another story. But for now, let's say, um, th th this is enough to say, this profile that the person creates describes the person and also attracts others to look for their perfect match. And then themselves also, of course, des describe who they are in order to attract someone else. So it is like this with us. Our profile and profile of God have to meet and match in order for us to feel that we belong, that we are complete. In similar way, sometimes, the opposite attraction is part of the search for a perfect match. We look for someone we are not to find someone we want to become. If I look at attributes of God and what I want to match from his profile, kindness is pretty much on top of my list. Attribute of God, what I want to match for my profile and something what I want to contribute is kindness. God's kindness makes for me the point of biggest attraction in our God, to our God, in the person of Christ and also in the Holy Spirit. Seeing people's kindness reassures me about God's presence in one another. 
lack of kindness make me think how far am I or we are from the image of God, God who is love. So I am opening my favorite book right now, the book of the Bible. And within these books, this book, there are many different books. And one of them, it's my favorite within. And it is the book of Psalms. I'm not sure how much did you have a chance to explore the book of Psalms. It is uh, in Old Testament, but if you have in one book Old and New Testament, it's pretty much like in the middle of the whole big book. Um, I really, really encourage you to, to have, a, have a look at this. Is it online or is it in the real book? Book of Psalms is the one that you should uh, really have a chance to look at. Why? why for me and why for you? Many reasons. This is a collection of an ancient Israel poetic hymns, petitions and praises. The book of Psalms can resonate with people as they consider the ways they worship the Lord. They ask for his support and thank him for his help. The book of Psalms attributes at least 73 or about half of the Psalms of of them as an author to David and attributes other psalms to other authors. The multiple authors who wrote the psalms live at different times, most of them between uh, 1000 or 500 years before Christ. It is really not certain when the book of psalms was compiled in its current form, but events Mentions in Psalm 137 indicate that this process was not completed until the, um, after the Jewish exile in Babylon. Psalms from the Old Testament are actually the most quoted in the New Testament. Very interesting, isn't it? Because there is a huge connection between uh, the story of the Old Testament and New Testament that it's really embodied in the book of Psalms. And now my favorite part. If we look at the meaning of the word psalm in Hebrew, tehillim, it comes from the words to praise or to shine. For example, um, the root of the Hebrew words for shining and psalms includes instructions for those who intend to sing psalms. The psalmist must flash forth light. How about that? Praise and shine. Shine the light and praise the Lord. I like this connection. I don't know about you. I didn't know about it, but I had to dig deeper and I found always something new. What? Well, uh, well, we don't really know when the book of Psalm has been written. Uh, was it really for the purpose of creating the music or singing them? We don't really know that. We also don't know if it was actually David who actually sang or played um, those, um, those, those psalms. There is no historical evidence of that. But what we do know is that those psalms continued to be the light and the way 
of connecting with God. Again, the definition that comes from the word Tehillim, praise and shine, and Psalms being the light and the way of connecting with God. I'm sure that you know that, but I might bring it up right now. Many priests, consecrated sisters, brothers, and lay people pray Psalms every day in the little book called Breviary or the Liturgy of Hours. What it is basically, it's a collection of Psalms, mostly from the Old Testament, but also some songs from New Testament, which they pray at different times of the day. Some religious groups are actually even seven times of the day, some three times of the day, some two times of the day, depends on the rule of this particular congregation. Why do I bring the book of Psalms? The book of Psalms is a place where I learned the most about God's kindness, about God's loving kindness. So I couldn't help myself and I had to open the book of Psalms and let me count. One, two, three, four, five, seven. I think it's seven quotes which I want to bring to you, read to you and share my take on what do they teach me about God's loving kindness. Psalm 17. We read. Wondrously show your loving kindness, O Savior, of those who take refuge at your right hand, from those who rise up against them. I love that. God's loving kindness defends us. This is my take on it. And if you will read the whole Psalm 17, you will see the context of these words. God's loving kindness defends us. This is the God that we love. Psalm 63, verse 3. Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips will praise you. God's loving kindness in our daily life teaches and inspires us to prioritize Him and praise Him in our life. This praising in our life, it's maybe as simple as trying to um, share the words of kindness, the acts of kindness with others. But what we learn from this psalm, that this is better than life. Because this brings the praise to our lips. God's loving kindness teaches and inspires us to prioritize him. Next one, Psalm 69. Answer me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. According to the greatness of your compassion, turn to me. God's loving kindness teaches us compassion. But how it teaches us compassion? By showing us compassion, especially when we or others fail. Kindness of God and compassion are really going head to head. Psalm 107. Who is wise? Let he give heed to these things and consider the loving kindness of the Lord. 
who is wise. Let him give heed to these things and consider the loving kindness of the Lord. What does that mean? In our daily life, God's loving kindness brings us wisdom to see the truth. Wisdom to see the truth. This is the hard one. Because this wisdom, it's so difficult sometimes, so challenging sometimes, or most of the time. God's loving kindness wants to lead us into the full truth in our life. Two more. Psalm 119. Oh, may your loving kindness comfort me according to your word to your servant. God's loving kindness is a reassurance and comfort when you need consolation and support. How many times do we experience this in our life? What we say daily? <laughs> what we say very often? I think a combination of all, isn't it? Loving kindness is a reassurance and it's an exhibition of God's love shown to us through the comfort, consolation. And the very last one, uh, almost the last in the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms as we have it right now, it's 150 Psalms. And this quote is from Psalm 144. That's what it reads. My loving kindness and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. That's about God, of course. So God's loving kindness in this example and in our life is an expression of God's strength and resilience, especially when we find ourselves in the difficult position. This is my last quote, but truly the list goes on. I really had such a difficulty to even choose what I want to share. Uh, truly, this is only the beginning. Uh, what I, I can only say, it's like, please open the Bible, uh, take a highlighter and go on a search of how many loving kindness words and quotes you can find in Book of Psalms and in many, 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 many other books. There is so much more to discover about God's loving kindness. And no, not only through the Bible, but through amazing people who show who God really is by their life. We could talk for another half an hour about how did Jesus live and what kindness meant for him. I will leave it for some other time. I think this is another story altogether. But before we will wrap up, I would like to say a few sentences about what I believe that God's kindness is not. Kindness of God and kindness is not a way of escaping the truth or facing reality as it is. I think it's important. Sometimes people say, oh, oh well, let's better not say it because, you know, we have to be kind. Kindness is not escaping from the truth. 
it is facing the reality with a level of compassion that we can give one another, but not trying to really find a comfortable place when we would not say what we should say, when we would not make decisions that we have to make. And I think that especially moms and dads know it so well. You know, it's like not saying to your child, please, darling, don't put your hands into the uh, power point anymore. You don't say it that way. You find different ways because you know that you can't escape the truth that the danger is there, that something important needs to be um, carried across as a strong message. Kindness, it's not sign of weakness and despair. That is also important. Sometimes people uh, withdraw for showing kindness to one another because they think that this is a sign of, kind, of weakness. No, it's not. Quite often it's an opposite. It is a courage. Courage to be authentic. Despite, despite how people will interpret what you do, what you say, how you act. Kindness is a strength which you learn despite how hard your life is. I sometimes use my own definition. I believe that kindness helps you to be better, not bitter. Whew, big breath. I don't know how you have hurt me, but for myself, I feel that like I could talk about this on and on and on and continue. So many examples, but also so many challenges. Receiving and sending loving kindness of God to others can happen in many ways. And it must happen in many ways. Well, you can pray about it. If you will just try to look for the different prayers for kindness, you will find hips. You will also find something extremely interesting. There are a number of meditations about receiving and giving kindness. What a great way of, let's say, wrapping up the day, doing examination of your conscience. How kind was I? How much kindness have I received from someone else? Was I kind? Have I showed kindness to others? These are the basic questions. But when it comes to kindness and learning from God, it's always a call to be the person. I don't know if you are a fan of the series um, on um, TV called Ted Lasso. Uh, if you haven't watched that one, why don't you give it a go? But I think that he, in his story of being just a coach of a, of a soccer club, shows so much that the kindness, it's actually sometimes easier to others than to yourself. That sometimes we carry also some hurt, some luggage that prevents us from being kind to ourselves. Well, don't get discouraged when you are not receiving back or when you are being misunderstood. Continue being kind. This is what Jesus did. This is what God is all about from creation till now and always. 
if you will not have any personal gain from being kind, it's okay. You still become more and more like God. You will become, remember, better, not bitter. That will make you happy in your heart. I like this quote, which I want to say before I will say my uh, closing prayer for each one of you from um, Aaronic Blessing. And I want you to, to maybe meditate on those words, how you want to leave them and how you want to give them, give to others as well. As you come to whatever it's your next task on the list today, may you be safe, may you be happy, may you be healthy. May you live in peace no matter what you are given. May your heart be filled with love and kindness. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Smile, everyone. Be contagious, not by COVID, but by kindness. Pay it forward. God's loving kindness can change you, can change me. And this is how we will let God change the world. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you will tune in again. Please share it with others post about it on social media or leave your review. Feel welcome to visit my website seekinggodsgrace.com and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again. Every blessing to you and your loved ones. Talk again soon.